0: just come back from a week in Goa, and with its beautiful sand, warm sea, bright sunshine, cocktails by the beach, clear skies at night, seeing the stars, coconut trees, it really does live up to the India Tourism Board slogan, incredible India, exclamation mark. However, I was brought back to Reality a little bit of what my uh, slogan for India is when I arrived at Kolkata Airport. And my unofficial slogan for India, perhaps unfairly, is India. Nothing straightforward. But let me explain. So I come out of Kolkata International Airport and I need a taxi to get back to where I'm staying in a suburb of Kolkata in the south called Alipore. Almost forgot that, but it's called Alipore. That's where I'm staying right now. And as I exit the terminal, I see there's a prepaid taxi booth. And these are quite good because basically it means you can't get scammed. You pay, you know, a, a fair price. For a for a taxi, and they basically do the brokering in between. So you go to this prepaid taxi booth. You say, "I want to go to Alipur They say, "Okay, it's four hundred twenty-five rupees," and I got my ticket. I gave them the money, and I had this little slip of paper, and that all went very smoothly. And then I asked, "What was which taxi have I got?" And in Kolkata, the taxis are very charming. They're actually quite reminiscent of New York because the taxis are all yellow and they're all exactly the same make. It's the ambassador car brand from, I guess, like the seventies and they are all still being used and it gives the place, I guess, kind of almost like a Cuban feel that you've got these kind of old bangers that are yellow, that are sort of dawdling around and doing, doing a great job. So I'd got I'd paid my 425 rupees, I'd got my piece of paper that said, you know, take this man to Alipur, and it's like a little receipt, but I was looking for one of these yellow taxis and I couldn't see one anywhere, or not nearby at any rate, and so I went back to the booth and I said, well, wh- where are the taxis? And they said, oh, you need to go up to gate 4C and I was at like 3A or something. So I start like walking away from the taxi booth and I go probably, you know, I kind of pass, uh, you know, whatever it is, 3Q, 3M, 3A. And, you know, I get all the way over and I w- walk only about 300 meters to the next prepaid taxi booth. And I said, well, is there anything going on there? And I'm like, Oh no, no, not, not here. And I go walk on further and I, then come to a, a, a line of taxis. These yellow taxis are all there, and I start showing them my piece of paper and I say, "Look, I've got I've got a taxi. Can I just hop in your car?" And everyone just like looks at this piece of paper and said, "No, no, no, no." And, and I'm like, "But why not? Like, I've paid. Like, can I just get in? You're you're in the front of the queue." And they point me. I say, "Oh, you got to go back to the prepaid taxi booth." And I was like, "No, I came from there." And he's like, "Oh no, there's a different one." And they sort of point. Back the way I came, and I um, go go to a, there. There's a few prepaid taxi booths, and I go to another one, and apparently that's not the right one. And they point me to another one, and there I find there's this guy, and he's got a uh, notebook out in front of him, and it's kind of double ledgered, and on you know there's two lists of numbers, one on the left hand side and one on the right hand side, and the one on the right hand side is incomplete. And he looks at my piece of paper, and on my slip of paper, he writes a number from that left-hand column. And then on my little receipt ticket thing, he takes one of the numbers and he puts it in the right. And basically what he'd done is he'd matched up the taxi registration number with my little receipt, so that later on, I suppose, they know how much to pay the taxi driver. So now I'm armed with a little white slip of paper that crucially has the registration number of my taxi on it. And I can't use any taxi. It has to be this guy. But of course, I don't know where this guy is. And I'm in an airport and there's this whole long line of yellow taxis. So I start, you know, I start at one end And it's, it's not one of the first taxis. It's, you know, not in the top third. And I can't walk all the way back down to the prepaid taxi booth where I started. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm in good spirits. This is fine. This is all part of the game of India. And like, it's not a problem. It just takes longer and there's a different way of doing things and it's not straightforward. Right that said, Uber isn't straightforward either. I've tried to use Uber and I have used Uber multiple times in different cities across India. And things tend to I tend to find that drivers either take a much longer to arrive than Uber predicts, or they often counts, cancel after you're waiting for them for five or eight minutes, and then they'll decide they don't want to come after all. So I haven't had a great success with Uber either, just to sort of level the playing field here. But anyway, I walk all the way back down this long line of yellow ambassador taxis. And I eventually get to the one with my number on it. I think, you know, four, six, eight, nine, whatever. And I said, oh, it's my guys. i chuck my stuff in. I'm like, hi, we're going to Alipur. He looks at my piece of paper. And then he goes back out to the, the taxi booth uh, where I started my my journey. And he has a bit of a chat with them. He comes back in the car. He drives up to the second taxi booth, has a bit of a chat with them. And at this point, I'm thinking, like you know, the taxi's just pulling away, driving off. You know, I'm sure there's no problem it's pretty clear he knows where alipore is you know there, there can't be an issue here and he comes back into the car and he drives up to the third taxi booth where i got my little piece of paper signed off and he's there chatting for like two three minutes i'm just like why why is this necessary and i'm just about to get out the car and say like let's just get a move on he comes in and i'm just like cello cello g just like let's get a move on come on I don't quite know what the holdup was, but I think he, you know, was just who knows, who knows. But we do leave the airport, and for the uh, the the small distance of twenty five kilometers through Kolkata evening traffic, he, um, uh, well, it took us ninety minutes, and so you know, for four hundred twenty five rupees, that, that is that that's a bargain. Um, and now I'm I'm in Alipur. I've been deposited here. He did a great job of navigating the traffic. And I'm now waiting, and I've been waiting for a few more days, for my visa for Bangladesh. So that, in a very tiny little episode, is India. It is both a place of... It is both incredible India with... Uh, you know, temples with the Karma Sutra carved on a thousand years ago you know a place where you 've got Mughal temples that are sort of just spattered in amongst uh, you know modern day delhi you 've got you know the amazing riches of Mashidabad where there was once five percent of world 's gdp you 've got like dancing walking discos that happen out the back of tractors going through villages. And you, you've got things like people not thinking that um, a samosa is a meal, and a samosa needs—sorry, a meal needs to consist of at least curry, rice, and bread to consider having you. For people to consider have been eaten that they've eaten their meal needs to have at least have had curry rice and bread in it so it is incredible in lots of amazing ways but it is also not straightforward so there you go India incredible India nothing is straightforward that's my application to the tourism board I'm not sure it will ever reach them but who knows